Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you bi-weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from virtual CFOs, CPAs, and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you the results you need both in business and building the life you deserve. Thank you for joining us for episode number 106 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co. CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we're talking to partner, CFO, and CPA, Katina Peters. Welcome to the show, Katina. Thanks, Megan. Lovely day here. Nice to be here. (laughs) Yeah, and today we're talking about some difficult topics, but with the right preparation you can avoid some heartache. And I think that's why we we want to focus on what we're talking about today. And that's the four D's and how they can throw off your business. It's a lot of topics that I think in general, we tend to avoid as humans because they're just difficult. As advisors to our clients, we do have to have some difficult conversations, whether it be the ones that we're going to talk about here in a minute or other conversations, just like life, you know, business has those difficult times that we have to have conversations, make decisions, and um, they're not always easy, but always important. It's always good to be prepared for things. So that's uh, why we're going to cover these difficult topics today. Yeah. And I think, you know, just to kind of give everybody an overview of what exactly we're tackling and when we say the four D's, what does that even mean? We'll just cover what they are and then we'll go into depth on each one and why they're applicable to business and why you should be considering them. Yes. So the four D's are death, divorce, disability, and departure. Like I said, a real party today on on our episode, <laughs> 106. but they're important. And, and like I said, it's things that we don't talk about enough. And just because we don't like to think about them doesn't mean that they don't happen. And it's better to be right. prepared and have those conversations so that everybody's on the same page and understands what the contingency plans are in place for anything that could come up down the line. Um, so f- First, we'll we'll just talk about the impact that each of these situations has directly to your business. Obviously, they have personal impacts as well, but for the purposes of this episode, we're going to be focusing solely on the impact to your business. So before we talk about each of these um, independently and the impacts that they can have, there are some kind of just overarching impacts that can occur from from any of these things that, you know, especially unforeseen that can happen. So you can have a lot of disorganization and disorientation in the business. You can lose out on business opportunities. You can have loss of customer or market share. From these things, you can have a decrease in employee morale and productivity, you know, kind of because of all this disorganization and um, just not knowing, you know, what's going on. So so having plans in place is important. We'll get into some of uh, those in a little bit here. So the first D that um, everyone will at some point in their life, right, go through was death. (laughs) So hopefully we all live long, prosperous lives and are are retired in our rocking chairs and all those kinds of things before this happens. But in the reality of life, that's not always the situation. So when you have a business, you have to look at that as a possibility. One never knows, right? We have to live our lives. uh, We never know what's going to come. Whether that's a, a single 
person owned business or you have partners involved, bigger businesses, et cetera. Um, the impacts that this can have when you have an owner, partner, or a key person in the business die suddenly um, is you can have a lot of issues that come down the pipeline if you're not prepared for that. It's always going to be challenging time. Obviously, there's going to be you know, the personal loss that's going on for yourself, for your partner, if you have partners, your family, the employees. I mean, we're all people and it's going to have that impact, of course, as well. And that's just going to be an impact regardless. But then also, if there's no plan B in place, there's no contingency in place for if that happens, then, you know, that just makes it even worse, right? You kind of know on a personal level, if you plan for this for your family and, you know, you have trusts in place and wills in place and things like that to trigger things to happen in, in a somewhat organized manner and things that are thought through before everyone's in grief and disorientation, all those kinds of things, it really helps. And the, and the same goes for business too. What is the plan? What what do we do in the case of something like this happening? If you're a solo owner, your family needs to know enough about how do they deal with the business or who do they go to in the business to get direction. And that person needs to know who in the family they need to be communicating with to keep things going, et cetera. So we need that to happen. And the other side of it is that you also want to have a kind of financial preparation for that as well. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about how you can mitigate some of that situation. Because again, for most small businesses that we deal with, they are owner producers too, right? They're driving the business, they're driving the revenues, things like that. So that also can have an impact. So you want to have kind of a financial preparation and plan in place as well. So, um, so I think that covers uh, the first one. Anything you can add or any questions you would have about that, Megan? I guess just that it does, it gives you a peace of mind in addressing those situations head on because they are hard things to think about, but it is an, an inevitable situation for all of us, just because we don't want to think about how hard it's going to be for maybe some people to carry on after we're gone doesn't mean that we right. should just ignore it completely. And I think there's a peace of mind for ourselves and for our families and for partners to understand and have that conversation and kind of have a plan. And like we all say, you know, life is what happens when you're busy making plans, but at least there's something <laughs> in place to kind of follow and everybody has is on the same page for what's going to happen should that happen you know so right. i think that's the biggest thing in my perspective in talking yeah. about all of these things yeah yeah for sure uh definitely and it's it's kind of like again you get some of that peace of mind for yourself too right to know that there's that plan in place for your family for sure. your business etc and not not ignoring that so um so the second d is divorce and that can have some potentially significant impacts on a business with regards to now maybe a partner or an owner is going through a divorce and and what does that mean for the business and maybe there's you know fighting going on i mean <laughs> we hope not but a lot of times there is that situation going on and what's that going to look like and how's that going to impact the business maybe a spouse is trying to assert that they have ownership, you know, of the business because they were a spouse, things like that. So, so it just needs to be really clearly laid out in the 
documents for the company and how this ownership should work, what would or would not happen upon a divorce situation. And not only that, you know, your partners know, but the spouse also was informed and signed off. So from a legal binding perspective, they know one, what to expect and to, you know, have signed off that they can or can't do certain things to hopefully mitigate any of those types of circumstances affecting the business going on. Yeah. And that's another thing, like we we all trust each other and we want to just assume the best, but it's important to have those conversations, even with the people that you trust, just so that it is laid out, right? There is no question and it doesn't come up in a stressful situation, you know, even with both of these, the first two Ds that we've talked about, things get right. stressful and people sometimes act very differently than they do in non-stressful situations. So it's important to not just write it off like, oh, I trust you. You're my partner. Oh, I trust you. You know, we're married, which there should be that level of trust. But if there's that level of trust, these conversations can happen in a comfortable way too. Yes, absolutely. For sure. And I know we've all been around people that have gone through divorce that turned kind of nasty and those kinds of things. So you just never know um, what can happen. So it's always good to just protect the business from any potential side effects that that might have. And things can just be disoriented, cause stress on the business, could potentially cause a lot of financial stress on the business if there is some sort of settlement that comes out, or even if there isn't, if you have to do a lot of fighting over the business, legal bills, things like that. Also distraction from other things that you could be focusing on for the business to keep it running well, et cetera. So, okay. So lots of happy thoughts going on here. <laughs> like I said, I prefaced All everybody. Good. We're having a party today. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's happy. It's a happy thought to be prepared for things, right? Then you, you know yes. what you got going on. So yep. this one's one that gets missed a lot that doesn't get a lot of attention paid to it, but can have significant impacts and that's disability. So if there is a major accident or illness or something that causes a disability, especially to the point of being unable to perform as an owner in the business, make decisions, do the work that you normally had done, things like that, that can happen. And a lot of times gets overlooked because in a case of death, you're out of the business or you're not there (laughs) anymore. But in disability, you get into some gray area there. Like the person is still there, but maybe they're not able to perform so what does that look like? How do, how do you go about dealing with that? So that's kind of a big one. It's also a big one in the area of insurance to look at too. Like, you know, do you have insurance? A lot of people have life insurance, but what about disability if they can't do their work anymore, but they're still alive? If you're unable to perform your work and probably need additional care, medical, you want to have those kinds of things in place. So that one is a tricky one. We want to make sure that it's documented in there how that would be determined. (laughs) For example, if somebody is unable to perform their work, probably some kind of a medical determination, an agreement in there. You definitely want to have as much black and white in agreements and things as possible in order to make determinations. You don't want to do a lot of fighting, uh, hopefully in court or with the families. That's just not good for anybody involved from an emotional standpoint. So that one just is important to look at as death situation. It's a loss of that person in the business. So how do we deal with that? And what is that plan? 
and then the last one is departure. So departure is interesting. It can take different forms. So departure can happen in a business unexpectedly. Somebody gets upset, (laughs) decides they just don't want to be a partner anymore. I mean, it can happen very suddenly. It can happen over time in the business because it does occur and it can be something that we want to mitigate as much as possible, hopefully keep the cohesion, set up a situation that's, again, going to hopefully cause as little disruption as possible to the business and incentivize the potentially leaving person to make it easy on the business also um and build that in so that's the last one so death divorce disability departure okay so i've hinted kind of as we went along at some of the ways to avoid this so i think in a second we're just going to kind of get into a little more how to plan for it what kinds of things to do um anything you want to add before we jump into that megan no i think fully understanding what the impacts can be and why it's important. I think you've done a a nice job of laying that out. And I'm ready to learn how to avoid those situations now because none of it is fun. And we want to do our best to prepare. Like you said, that's the whole point of today's episode is preparing for these things and understanding better how to avoid it. Yeah, perfect. So now we get to the positive portion of the podcast right oh doom and gloom portion of the podcast here so we talked about contingency plans so that's pretty obvious I think for most people but the obvious we don't always do the obvious right so the first step is to take a step to put that plan in place like what is the contingency plan in the case of something happening um in one of those areas so we need to look at that contingency plan from a structural perspective if if this person was all of a sudden not here is there cross training can other people step in is there systems and procedures in place to help that you know there's always going to be a hurdle to overcome experience of having that role and being in that role and doing it, you're never going to fully be able to just communicate that in a system and a procedure and things like that. But just having a plan, okay, this happens, this is what we're going to do, um, definitely is going to smooth things out, get things taken on, having good systems in place, good documentation in place. So, you know, it's known what was being done by that person in that role. Because if that person in that role just has everything in their heads and then they're not there anymore, then you're just starting from scratch. And that's a really sad place to be. You want to get, you know, get that documented, get things written down and in a system and procedure so that you have a way to take that role over and a contingency plan for how you're going to go about doing that. Okay. So the other thing that we talked a little bit about was the documentation. So you want to have built into your corporate documents, whether that be your corporate bylaws, if you're a corporation or operating agreement in case of an LLC, partnership agreement in case of a partnership, you want to have all these things built into those agreements or in a separate agreement that goes along side those. Um, You want to make sure that you have what happens in the case of death with regards to the ownership component. I can give you an example story of something I went through with a client long, long ago. They had a a construction-related business, and it was two brothers, and they owned it together. And we were pestering them for a long time to to get their corporate documents in order and those kinds of things. And unfortunately, one of the brothers, and they were fairly young, I think they were both in their 30s, one of the brothers was killed in a car accident on the freeway. 
obviously suddenly a very sad situation. But then all of a sudden, without all these documents in place, now the other brother now was in business with the wife of the brother that passed away because she just obviously inherited the shares like it passes to yourself right in most legal circumstances um and then she didn't understand the business and she thought it was worth so much more and why isn't she getting paid more and on the flip side this brother now had half of his company mostly gone i mean they were pretty small they had a few employees but one of the main drivers of this revenue was the brother that wasn't there anymore so now he's got less money coming in and she didn't understand any of that and then there was this big family rift going on between it all because of that and just some really sad situations of you know fighting over it because he couldn't do what she wanted and she didn't understand and she was trying to take him to court and then his parents were upset because of all this and so it was just like oh on top of all this losing somebody you know your brother your parents losing their son the wife losing her husband and he had children and then this mess on top of it it was really not a good situation (laughs) so yes very heartbreaking so we don't want you to end up in that situation so you want to make sure that you have good documents in place for your corporation LLC partnership that have upon death this is what happens and my recommendation we're not attorneys so you definitely want to work with your attorney but my recommendation is to make it very clear this is what happens. This is how the payout structure works. This is how we're going to value the business. And everybody agrees upon that. And the spouses should sign off that they are in agreement with that too, because then everybody's in the loop and understands what happens in that case. So again, that's in the case of death, divorce, disability, or departure. What does that look like? And they can be different. They don't have to be all the same. Death can be something different than departure. Departure is a voluntary act right (laughs) somebody leaves voluntarily so maybe that has a different implication around it I mean some people put a little bit of a penalty in for departure because they want to encourage people to stay and work it out and work things through because that just helps the business so there definitely can be different verbiages around that but you want to make sure that your documents cover that so that's one way to do it actually embedded in the agreements. Um, There's also could be a separate document a lot of times referred to as a buy-sell agreement, which basically means that upon a triggering event, such as one of the Ds, you agree to sell. We agree to have first right to buy as the company, the shares back. And this is how that's going to play out. And a lot of times included in that, again, is how we're going to value the business how we're going to pay out that value to the estate, to the spouse, you know, whatever the case may be. And again, usually that's over time to help the business. So something substantial up front maybe to help the spouse to not drag it out forever, but then the payout over time. So it's not such a huge cash burden on the company just immediately, especially when they just lost somebody that was likely driving revenue. So it helps kind of break things up, spread things out, helps cash flow, keep the business viable, doesn't put the business under. So there's that agreement, again, that can be built in or separate, separated out. And then we also recommend key man life insurance. So key man life insurance is an insurance that a company takes out on their key people. Typically, that's an owner 
doesn't have to be though. Sometimes there are key employees that are very critical to the business. And if something happened to them, you may want to have a key men life insurance policy to help you like pay a headhunter to hire somebody really quickly to fill that space or something like that. Um, so this life insurance funds back to the business. So it's, it's for the business. So it's on that person, but for the business. So it funds into the business and that key men life insurance is typically used to help fund a buyout or at least part of it. So we're paying the estate or the spouse or, you know, whatever the case may be. Okay, here's this portion. And of course, this is in case of death. <laughs> so that's not going to work in these other cases, but um, right. but we have that available. It also helps to look for a replacement. Like I said, if you need to replace that person or fill in the gaps of the revenue that they're not bringing in for the time until you are able to restructure because even with a contingency plan in place, you're going to have to have some restructuring. There's going to be some inefficiencies created by the loss of that person. But having that key man life insurance in place really helps the business still succeed and continue forward and be able to, you know, again, pay the estate. I mean, the, the goal is for the business to do well, but also be able to pay the spouse or the estate okay, this owner had this asset, we need to pay that back. And that's going to, of course, help the family, especially in the case of a situation where it was sudden, which most of the time with business it is. So yeah, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. And I think that story really helped highlight the importance and underscore what all can happen, especially in a family business too, you know, where everybody in the situation is losing somebody that is family, you know, and when you work at a small business, people become like family, but like you're to literally lose your brother, your husband, somebody like that. And they're also this key driver of revenue or know how the business side runs or, you know, like as an owner, you're playing such a big role in how the business is operating. And to just have that gone in an instant, it's just, it can bring some very heartbreaking results. So we want to do everything that we can to to avoid the heartache. As much as we love our attorneys and the <laughs> law firms we work with, I think they would even recommend that you make things as clear as possible because you don't want to find yourself in a long, drawn-out lawsuit over any of these situations. Um, and you want it to be fair and equitable. And the best way to do that is to set it out up front. And everybody understands and everybody knows and everybody agrees. And so you're not on the back end having those fights and having all the stress and the chaos of a lawsuit or something going on on top of whichever loss it might be because it's still all of a loss. So, yeah, for sure. Just being prepared is the best way to go. I've seen some really great results. It's never a great thing to have to happen. But given the circumstances, I've seen some really great results having those plans in place and going through it where everything is clear. And even in the case that sometimes somebody might want to fight it, having it really well documented and out there makes it very clean cut for a judge to decide and to decide in favor of the documents that were produced. So it's just definitely the best way to go all around for everybody. Good. So if you don't have this stuff in place, I'm giving you a to-do for today's episode. (laughs) Start looking for an attorney. Start working with your CFO. If you don't have a CFO, we're here. We're happy to hop on a phone call with you and talk through options and how we can help you. Even if you don't go through us, though, figure this out for your business and get something in writing because you don't want to just keep putting it off until tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow brings. So there's your two for the day. Write it down. 
Make a reminder for yourself. Don't let it go until it's done. Katina, is there anything else that you want to leave our listeners with for this episode before we wrap? I think that, you know, as we talked about, these are hard conversations, but a lot of things that we do in life we're doing are challenging, right? So I think, again, just take the step to do it. You'll feel much better once you do. I know if you have partners, they're going to feel much better once you do. So yeah, I agree just with the to-do that Megan gave you. But we will have brighter conversations coming up in our next podcast. And we'll cover the difficult things from time to time too, because, you know, that's life. Yep. Well said. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.